<clears throat> whenever you're ready, darling. Okay, I think I'm on. I think I'm set. I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to a special episode of the Devon Hour. We are bringing back our drag race review only to do an overall review of season 13 of RuPaul's Drag Race. Now, it has been at least 84 years since the season has begun. You know what I thought was crazy, Macy? What? There was a point where I was watching the show and I said, damn, we didn't see Kamora Hall since January. And didn't. (laughs) (laughs) That's tragic. Wow. It's It's literally April and this thing has been gone been gone like this season has gone on for so long this has to be the longest season of drag race is i think it is because not only did they get sent away because of quarantine and all that stuff we had to go through the whole pork chop loading dock fiasco that dragged it out at least an extra three four episodes so it has been a roller coaster to say the least it has it has been but of course, let me just reintroduce you to Macy. You already know who it is. She's been here Yana. for a lot of the other drag race reviews and even a lot of the Devon Hour episodes. Um, so Macy, welcome back. I'm happy to have you. I'm happy to cut some shit up today. Y'all know how we do. Y'all know we had to come back for this last review. Listen, we fell off. We we started off strong with the season, but then we said we're not about to keep playing with y'all. And once we start falling behind on episodes, we just give up. So we do. Yes. We had to come back for the review and here we are. But I also think it has to do with the fact that the season in itself was just not giving it to us. Like with season 12, I felt like season 12 was such a strong season, even though they did have to deal with obviously COVID. And then also Mm -hmm. with um, the whole Sherry Pie situation. Right. But I still feel like we got so, we got a good season. We even got some good untucked moments. This season, mm-hmm. we only got one good untucked moment. But yeah, the untucked only gave us one strong moment. And then the season in itself was kind of like, there were some moments here and there. But I think overall, I don't think as we're going through the weeks of watching the show, I don't feel like it was as strong. It might feel better in a rewatch of the season because right. we're not waiting every week to watch the show. Right. But yeah, I think overall this season, I don't think it was as strong as it was supposed to be. It was it first. It just dragged on forever. At that point, we were over it. Yeah, so. I think that was the biggest issue. It was just so long. Well, obviously, let's start off with the queens, right? Right. So the queens themselves. What are your thoughts on the cast? Obviously, we we were lucky enough that we didn't have to edit anybody out this season. Right. Um, we almost did though, because there was some tea that there was somebody who was casted and was at the airport and got booted off because they did this thing. I think it was, I think her name is Jasmine Rice LaBeja. I think that's what, I think that's her name or probably was another queen. I'm not sure. Um, Mm -hmm. New York queen. And they do this thing where they go on to like people's phones and airdrop the whole room, their nudes, some, something crazy like that. So there was So they were supposed to be casted for season 13, but luckily that T came out. And so then they had to X her out. I don't know who was the queen that they replaced her with last minute. Um, But yeah. Miss Elliot. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get into that. Because that's filler if you've ever seen it. Right. Yes. Uh, Probably it was Joey J. They said, girl. Oh, True. Get over here with your chicken feathers. You got three right. days. Get your shit together. <laughs> right. Um. Let me think. I don't know. I mean, would you say that it was a pretty good mixed bag? Like, I don't. What What do you think? I I would say that the queens this season. I would say it was a mixed bag, and I think it had potential to give us a legendary season tease mm-hmm. with yeah. the queens that they chose. Yeah. Um, because I felt like, it, I do genuinely feel like it was a pretty decent cast. I feel like it was diverse. Yeah. Um, we had a mixed bag of ages. You know, we had Tamisha, of course, right. who was a legend. Right. But we had, you know, queens who were just now starting, like Olivia Lux, two queens mm-hmm. who have been in the game, like Tamisha Iman, 
famous people like got mick <laughs> you know right. it was a mix it was a mixed bag yeah. yeah and i think that it was it was a pretty good strong um cast overall and like we said and it was a lot of different personalities too like yeah. we had some we had some comedy queens we had yep. look queens we had you know um fashion queens we had face queens we had you know we had a little bit of everything we had a, quir- a quirky queen in there so it was it was definitely a good mixed bag and like you said the mix of of age too and sometimes some of the seasons we could see it's only a couple colored queens but we had a we had a good number this season yeah. so it was it was pretty good yeah i think rupaul's drag race the the team behind it, the production team and the casting team are doing a very good job with making sure that they diversify the pool mm-hmm. of who is able to be on the show, right. which I'm loving. My only issue, though, is now that the show keeps going up and up and up every year, and I guess we could talk about this once we get to the finale, is mm-hmm. that obviously it looks like you need to invest so much money in oh, order yeah. to be on the show. And Definitely. like I remember, like the finale, they had those three looks, and you're like, yep. damn. Yep. Definitely got to get a little bit of your coin right before you even think about applying because, yes, some challenges you could throw stuff together if you have to like create stuff, but a lot of the stuff is like just stuff that you have to bring. Not really, it's not really too many challenges where you have to create a look anymore. Maybe one or two. Everything else you got to already have with you. Right. I I think we only had one within the last two seasons, right? Which was like the ball challenges. Yeah. And they had to create their own looks for that. But I'm like, damn, like back in the day, let's like, like season three, for example, had like 500 design challenges. Exactly. So they didn't have to bring as much drag. Even I will say season 11, they have those two um, design challenges. So they didn't have to bring as uh, they missed, you know, right. they had to bring two weeks worth of, of drag. Right. So but they are very much straying away from that now. It's like, yeah. And I'm just the like, what the hell? All these queens got to do is swipe their credit card and you could be on drag. <laughs> and you know, it's the credit card because they ain't in the account. Oh, I know. Well, speaking of queens who, who we felt like stayed too long, I say Elliot with two T's is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say Candy Muse is the next one. Now, I think I agree and I disagree. Mm-hmm. I know why they kept Miss Thing because she was the comedy of the season. Like right. she was the drama of the season. Right. But some of those looks that she was in the bottom for, she certainly could have went home for. Yes. Now, the one I will say, I think this was for the yellow um runway. She shouldn't have went home for that runway. That looked good. Now I don't remember what challenge was connected. Snatch but game. But no, it wasn't snatch game. It was the um the rusical. Social media rusical. I guess she just wasn't stunning in the rusical because the look was very much reminiscent of Beyonce Lemonade. So she right. shouldn't have been in the, she shouldn't have got booted for the look. Now I don't really remember how she did in the challenge, but those other uh cha- those other runways that she made it into the bottom, well deserved. But that one. I'm not surprised that Ruth kept her because she actually was halfway decent in that one. Right. Well, for me, it was at the point where she got nominated, nominated at the point where she was at the bottom for the rusical. I felt like she already had too many chances because this was like her third time messing up in a performance based challenge. You remember the first Mm -hmm. time she messed up was during the um, congratulations episode. Right. And then the second time was that discomentary one. And then the yeah. third time was this time was this challenge. Um the Rusical. And I'm just like, if you are messing up in three performance challenges, it's time right. for you to go. Cause the whole point right. is to perform. And if you can't do that, but you could deliver right. lip sync every week, no girl, right. you have to go. Right. I agree. I definitely agree. So I felt like I understand why they kept her because she was like basically like the narrator or like, you know, the mm-hmm. drama of the season. But right. I felt like it would have been I I feel like honestly, is it a real competition if some people who you think don't go home goes home? I think right. Candy should have went home. Period. Yeah. We would have been perfectly fine. Probably would have had Denali in the damn top four. 
That's true. And Denali definitely could have been a contender for the top four. So if we're swapping out Candy for Denali, I'm all for it. Right. I feel like Candy was there for a little bit too long. Um, I was surprised Tina made it as far as she did. Just yeah. quite honestly. Yeah. None of her looks were stunning to me, if you ask me. Um, I can't really remember one specific runway that I was like, oh, fierce. The only one that I halfway liked was, I guess this was the yellow runway too. And she was like the taxi. Yeah. That was like kind of cute and it was like campy. But other than that, all the rest had the yellow, the the, the ketchup and mustard and it was a no-go for me. So <laughs> she did okay in like challenges and acting challenges because obviously Tina Burner is very funny. But fashion-wise, none of the runways were stunning to me. None. So no. she, she lasted a little longer than she probably had to. Yeah. And I'm going to just choose violence. I think Gottmik should have been in the bottom yep. a couple of times. And knowing that she's not a performer, she would have went home. And I think personally, I mean, I know we love Gottmik for, like, the representation or whatever. But <laughs> and ultimately, she didn't end up winning. But I feel as though you could have you could have been sent her home, and I think I would have been perfectly fine. I feel like you could have swapped her out with another queen, probably Tamisha. <laughs> right. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a challenge. Like, yes, we love Got Me, we love the representation, and her drag is it's gorgeous. I'm it's happy we got thing. to see it. Right. But if it comes down to the performances or something like that, or if she just wasn't as strong as someone else then the competition is the competition. But they probably didn't want to receive any, like, backlash for, like, sending, you know, a trans uh, cast member home. So that's probably, that's honestly probably why they kept her to the finale. Like, her drag definitely could have made her to the finale, if you ask me. The drag definitely could have carried her there. But the performance-wise, some some were hit or miss. And I think that some people um, may have did better that week and they kept her instead because of her drag and i know like i said we want to keep these strong contenders or like people who we think is going to make it far make it to the end because we're trying to avoid backlash from the fans or whatever but this is a Mm -hmm. reality show competition and what i like about reality show competitions is when somebody who i think is going to make it ends up going to fuck home and that's why i liked uk the most because we thought astina was going to go all the way to the end I know, and they done sent her ass home, and I was shook, shook, shook. I was I'm like, sure I, I said, Athena's going home. That's I why, know. like, if Godmick would have went home on Drag Race or like Candy Muse or let's say if mm-hmm. Simone would have went home, I would have been like, damn, they're playing no right. games. <laughs> right, right. And I also think that it's just a difference in um, any other Drag Race versus American Drag Race. The fan base is very different. And we know how cutthroat the American drag race fan base can be. So they probably just try to avoid things when they can and, and try to play it off as, oh, it's just a competition versus UK or anything or Canada or anything like that. It's like, it can be what it can be. And you're not going to be scared that a queen is getting all these death threats and things because they got booted off or they stayed. Yeah. So I think that American drag race tries to avoid that a little bit after seeing how the fan base has been for so many years. So I think that plays a role in it too. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into what we would like to improve for the next couple of seasons. Um, mm-hmm. Now let's talk about this finale, right? Mm-hmm. I'm highly disappointed that we did not get a reunion reunion. I really wanted to see all 13 of the Queens probably in a zoom chat right so or they could i feel like they could have just quarantined them and or they could have probably pushed to get them to get their vaccinations first to be honest um and then could have got them all in the same damn room right right because i feel like some things definitely could have been addressed from the season tamisha and candy let's hear it because of course we heard it at the finale like no we haven't spoken or whatever well we should have had the reunion so we can hear where are we now? Because right. like we said, we haven't addressed that yet, but that was one of the most heated things of the season. So how are we not going to address that again? Right. I wanted to hear what Tamisha had to say about Tina Burner and Gottmik basically dick riding candy. I wanted to hear that too. I wanted, no. I wanted to hear 
Because I know Denali is somebody who's not afraid to say what they got to say. I want to hear what Denali's perspective on her elimination when it came to that uh, runway, the makeover runways. Um, mm-hmm. I, there was a lot of things that needed to be addressed that wasn't. And I feel like right. that reunion, season 13's reunion, could have been an iconic-ass reunion. It could have, because I know that Candy and Tamisha would have been popping off again. Period. On that alone, let alone everything else we just said, that would have made it iconic just off of that interaction once more. But also addressing Elliot with two T's. Right. Now, so they did have that thing before the finale, the week before. But I don't really know what to call that thing. You know what it was when they were showing like all their like music. Well, reunited. That's what they call it. Yeah, but it wasn't right. Everybody was separate on Zoom and it just it didn't give us a reunion feel. Yeah, it didn't. And and it didn't give what it had to give, basically. Like we didn't get closure on any of the things that we just talked. No, that was just plugging their their little music videos or whatever the case may be. And that's that. Like we haven't really. You know, everything but is they still wasted all that time doing these bullshit music videos when they could have just got everybody to do a damn Zoom call, and that exactly. would have been it. Exactly. I don't know what they were thinking with that because that, quite frankly, that was a waste of time. I didn't even really have to watch that. Do you think that they didn't have a reunion, um, so they wouldn't have to address those things with like Elliot or like because it would have been a lot of the fans being like, uh, like attacking the queens basically, yep. right? Yep. I do think that that's probably one of the reasons because I think that that goes for Elliot, that goes for Candy, um, it goes for Tamisha because Tamisha is going to be painted as you know like the angry black woman. Um, I think it goes for a lot of the things, so that's probably why they were like, let's just do it this way so that the queens like won't be getting dragged for filth for I don't know how long because I know they're already doing it anyway. But God forbid we had an actual reunion where potentially there could be some arguing back and forth or something like that. It would have been 10 times worse with the fan base. So they probably said, let's avoid that. Let's just do a reunited and keep it at that. But okay. We're definitely going to get into that when we start talking about what we want to see in future seasons. Cause I have a couple of thoughts. Mm -hmm. Um, So finale. Right. Overall thoughts. What, what did you think? Um, everybody's looks were stunning. Yes. Let's start with that. Yes. All the looks. Um, what was RuPaul doing in that first? That <laughs> the bare I know minimum. RuPaul is 60. I know RuPaul the is 60 years old. The absolute bare minimum. The absolute bare minimum. I can't even call it that. Because that was a little kickball change. Step two, step three. Wasn't nothing. Zero effort. Zero. I don't want to like hear. At that, point, at that point, what was the point in doing it, girl? My thing was, people kept saying, like, oh, she's 60. Okay, I know that RuPaul is 60 years old. But you had Tina damn Turner up here, 70-something, putting on full-on stadium shows. And you're telling me that RuPaul can't even get into a Dua Lipa number? Right. It was was very stale. It was very... um, it, It didn't give what it was what we thought it was going to get. It was like, everybody was shocked to see that, oh, Rue is coming out to do this number. Girl, she didn't do nothing but do a two-step across the stage and that's it. And for all of five seconds, like, she couldn't even give us no sparkle fingers, no big arms, nothing. It was very, like, now, Rue, if you weren't going to give your all, the same way you tell these girls, lip sync for your life, Miss Thing, you need to, you need to set the example. <laughs> right, Not that, right. Because if that's how the queen's going to perform, then they get booted. So, right, at least have like like an exploding wig or rig exactly. a wig reveal or okay. a reveal into a new into another outfit. You didn't do any of that. Or at least pick a song that's upbeat. <laughs> the song was slow as shit. So it's like I guess she figured she couldn't really be doing no flips and tricks and shit to it. But at least pick a good song. Like it was very. How, why are we opening up the show to this? This is a closing song for a show. Certainly not the opening. So that was just like, okay. Um, whatever that was. <laughs> Rue could have kept that. I was like, um, I said, you look good, but uh, that's it. Performance, you could have kept that. And then had the nerve to drop an album. Ma'am, this ain't the time for that. Right, now Miss Ma'am. 
we ain't we ain't streaming that after that performance <laughs> no ma'am right all the like you said all the looks were stunning i'm gonna just give a big shout out to simone again period, every period. Single now week. one thing i will say and i understand because it was like the look on top of a reveal but i wasn't crazy about that last one the jumpsuit with the box cut it just you know how mm. you know how sometimes their outfits on top of the reveal are a very clear indication that it's on top of a reveal. Like it doesn't fit right. It's too big. It's hanging off because you got other stuff underneath. Right, right, right. I wasn't a fan of that, but when she when she revealed the Tim's outfit, and I think she like took off the wig and had box braids or a wig. Yeah. Um, that was cute, but the wig, the outfit that was on top of it, I didn't really care for that at all. Right, right. Um, it, the finale was Britney Spears night. So all the right. songs were Britney I Spears. I, I was highly disappointed by the choices of Britney Spears yeah. songs that it they was... chose. And um, it seems like the choices, which they have no control over, obviously, but I mean, they do if they gave them better choices to begin with. But the choices that were picked for the pairs, it didn't really go to me. I didn't. Like, I don't like the fact that they recycled work, bitch. I hate that right. because you we already heard it with Kahana Montrese and Mercedes and Mon Diamond, and they exactly. ate that song up. So right. I'm like, this they could have, you could have got another song. Womanizer, I think, would have been dope. Right. I think and give us three, anything else. Toxic something like toxic. <laughs> and then the second song was like the worst song to lip sync. Like, give me more, yeah. Especially from like, these queens. You can't really do anything to it. Like, unless you're literally doing like flips and tricks and shit, like lip syncing, you can't really give energy to me. You can't really give energy as how you could to another song. Because Gimme More is, is a bar song. Right. You sing that in a bar where you're going to get your life, like the mood is right. Because that's like what the music video was. So you right. got to give it like a certain mood and a feeling. I don't feel like RuPaul's Drag Race was going to do Give Me More Any Justice. Or if they would have saved that for a, if they would have saved it for a lip sync song right. during the right. season. Right. Especially not on the final stage. No. That you're trying to win the crown. You're going to have these queens lip sync to Give Me More out of this whole catalog. That's what y'all picked. And yeah. then a recycled song. It's like, give us something else. Right. Like you said, Toxic. They could have did a deep album cut. They could have did I'm a Slave for You. They could have turned that. Right. Or Boys. Something. Right. <laughs> Literally anything else than what they gave us. Right. Anything else. So that was a little uh Me against the music. Something. Right. Something. <laughs> Give us something. So the choices of the songs were questionable. I'm glad that we had like a Britney um, theme, Britney Knight, yeah. but the, the, the choices were very questionable. And I think that they could not show their full potential in the lip syncs because of these choices. Right. So choices. that's that. Choices for real. Till the World Ends, I was happy you played. I like Till the World Ends. Right. Because um, I think it makes sense, right? It's the closing number. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I just wish we had a more energetic performance. It was right. a lot of like, I did enjoy Simone's rendition of it. I just felt like it could have just, but I just, Candy just looked a damn mess. And that is, that's what really bothered right. me. Right. Girl, this is your finale. This is your last, right. your, your triumphant moments. And this is the wig you come out in. A mess, a mess. Quite frankly, I didn't really care for Rosé's either. And that's why Rosé didn't win. And I'm going to just be honest with y'all. Rosé didn't win because of these rickety, crickety ass runways and the makeup. And Rosé had the best track record out of everybody on this season. Yeah. Blank, blank, period. Every single challenge, slave, killed. Now those runways, those wigs, and the beat. Questionable. Killed every single challenge she stepped foot in. But, Miss Ma'am, you're not giving it to us anywhere else. Some no. runways were good. Some runways were like, what is what is the concept? Like that one where she had like that mermaid sleeves or something and then had on a pink wig. 
what was i don't even remember the theme going all based off her what was the theme <laughs> because it's not giving me any cohesion at all oh rose it rose that's so, the most frustrating part about yeah. rose is like Girl, you're almost there. You could have won. Almost. You had the best almost. track record out of everyone. You could have won. If you know what? You had messed up runway throughout the season. If you would have came to this uh finale and you would have ate it the fuck up, you would have had the right. crown. She would have right. had the crown. Right. Looks wise. She didn't even have to do that much. Just exactly. give us a look. That nude illusion. I was like, yeah, get you out the door now. Go. And the way. I mean, what are you doing with that ponytail number? No. For the finale? No, man. Did she think this was baby one more time? Did that what she no, thought? That, I, maybe. But no, ma'am. I did like her green look when she was just sitting there with RuPaul. Stunning. Yeah. yeah. Mary Queen of Scots. Right, right. But maybe for the, for the finale lip sync, that's what you're going to give us? Yes. I. So Simone won. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this had to be one of the actually, this is the first time where I mm-hmm. was like, Well, I'm not surprised, right? No, I wasn't. And the only other runner up for me would have been Got Mick because solely on the fashion alone, it's like our next queen. That's it for me, definitely not Candy Muse. Like we said, I'm not sure why she made it to the final four, but. <laughs> um and rose just seems predictable to me if you ask me it's like a typical you know it's like a queen that has a perfect track record it's like that's typical to me it's like that screams very much gg good to me so that would have been very typical uh if rose won so for me since the beginning simone and once we started getting more and more into the competition i said okay well if they try not to put our our Black Queen Simone in the spot. I'm perfectly content with Got Mick. Those were my only two throughout the whole entire competition. Right. I like I was rooting for Rose for a minute. Like I was like, okay, Rose got this. I think Rose is gonna do well. Mm-hmm. But then as I started to like put the piece together, I said her runways ain't hitting it for me. So I don't think they're gonna no. crown somebody with these with these style of runways, and you have somebody on the level of Simone and Got Mick. On right. So it was always down to those two. But when it when the final two ended up being Candy Muse or Simone, I said, well, they're not going to give it to Candy Muse. So it's going to be Simone. And it was and I really wish they would have. I don't know, like I feel like the 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 finale that we needed. Was can was uh, Simone versus Gamek. That should have been the final two. Because I feel like that would have added a little bit more of like suspense as to who could win. Because then that means it could have went any any way. Right. Now, you know what I think? Simone versus... Okay, so this is based only on if her runways were stronger. Right, Simone versus Rosé is a competition. Because Rosé is very much a front runner, and so was Simone. So that's like an actual nail biter. Like, who was going to actually turn this and win if it was between those two if it was between candy and got mick it's very obvious it's candy against anybody candy's gone like at this rate but got mick is not a strong enough performer for me that i when she's against somebody in a final final finale i know they're not going to pick her Mm. even with her fashion and her track record being good considering she's not a well enough performer so anybody is going to knock her out of a lip sync not saying that she's not well enough but not well enough for the finale certainly not whoever else is in the finale is going to knock her off so yeah that's why i, I say simone and rose because they are top-notch performers and have the best track records of the season yeah. that's a competition yeah i would also like to say like because last year when we had season 12 and it was between it, let's be honest it was between Gigi good or jada Right. Now that was a nail biter. We're like, we don't know who the hell's gonna win. That's what I'm saying. When season eleven was Evie versus Brooklyn, we said, Oh god, we don't know who the hell's gonna win. That's right? what I'm saying. When it was Peppermint and Sasha, because I don't think nobody I think everybody was expecting like Shay and Trinity mm-hmm. to be the final two, but it was Peppermint right. and Sasha. 
we were just like, who the hell is going to win? That yep. is what I call a good like finale because you don't know yep. who's going to win. This right here, when Candy and Simone got up there, and I said, well, Simone's crown. Right. We knew that. First of all, we've been saying we didn't think that. Um, and I don't see Simone Candy in the All Star season. Right. <laughs> we like we said, and we'll keep saying time and time again. Candy shouldn't have made it to the final no. four. Shouldn't have made it to the final six. She shouldn't have made it to the final eight. Nope. If we be in real, so we knew that she wasn't going to win. No. Out of everybody, we knew that. No. Um, and like I said, God Mick just isn't a strong enough performer to me. Her fashion carried her to the end, and I'm glad because she was, a, you know, she her fashion was fantastic. But she's not a strong enough performer to beat anybody else out of a lip sync unless it's literally like Kamara Hall. Yeah, yeah. No shade, Kamara, but girl, we saw what you bought us. Right. So. so, with that being said, we have a new Queen Simone. Happy to see it. What mm-hmm. are some things now going forward? that you would like to see different in the next um, couple of seasons or like the upcoming seasons. I already have a Rolodex of shit in my head. (laughs) And if you need me to start off, I'll start off. Yeah, you can go ahead first and then I'll, I'll, I'll finish up. So one thing that I need this show to do going for going forward is to Make sure they cast some people, some women. <laughs> wait. Right, right. Well, wait. Well, yes, yes to that. But no, what I mean is for the upcoming the season. Well, for the upcoming seasons, the way I was going to say they need to cast. I, I only said women because I was watching Charm School just now. Because mm-hmm. it made me think of this. Right? Mm-hmm. So I'm on V. So I was watching Charm School. And I was like, yo, damn, these are some reckless ass bitches on this show. Mm-hmm. And then I'm looking at RuPaul's Drag Race in comparison to how it used to be. And I said, damn, they need some ruthless ass bitches on this show. So what right. the producers need to do is to first cast some girls who are not afraid to go back and forth with fans or or not afraid to impress fans. Who cares? Fuck them. Right. Exactly. And let me just say this. It doesn't also it doesn't always have to be girls like Candy Muse. Look at, look at season. <laughs> look at the earlier seasons. Right. right. Season three. Right. Raja's season. You had Raja was going back and forth with the girls. You had Shangela going back and meet me on first. You had all of these girls, no matter what race, ethnicity or background, was, was going to cut you up and chew you up. I think what the exactly. what the issue is. A lot of these people grew up watching Drag Race, right? Because it's been on for 13 years. So that's right. enough time for people to grow up with the show. So right. now they're just like, so so now they don't have like that old school drag background like a couple of girls are casted now have, right? So like, we need more Tamishas. Right. Or you could throw in more Jadas, right? You could throw right. in more... Um, who else? Martina Burners. Like these are people who were right. drag queens before Drag Race, and mm-hmm. these are queens who are um, who are more like real season. gutta, like season. Season. right, right. They know Cast they them. know through and through, not just basing it off of oh, I watch Drag Race, so now I want to be a drag queen. No, these are queens that know the industry, know um the culture. You know, know what you got to go through to be getting, you know, getting shows, going back and forth with the girls, girls stealing shows from you. You know, they know everything. Yeah. So we need more of that. We don't, not to say that the new queens don't bring things to drag that is very much necessary because it is, yeah. but I think we are shifting away from the original um, drag culture and more into like mainstream social media things. So it's not yeah. as important anymore. You know what also, I mean? Also, their whole branding thing right now. Everybody's coming here with a brand and the catchphrase. Right, and the, right. Forget right. that. Let that be a natural occurrence. Let right. that be something that just happens. I'm I'm so tired of these. Because this is the thing, right? Pro, I, I always said this. Production is working hard and kind of manipulating situations because the girls aren't giving what they used to give. Right? right? Earlier seasons, these girls used to say all types of wild ass stuff. They didn't need no coaching from no producers. Exactly. They didn't need to get thrown stuff to encourage right. a conversation. They didn't need, they didn't need a storyline. They didn't. The they they just had there. one. 
It started exactly to build. because right because the drama would manifest on its own. Now the drama has to be manifested, or we have to say, now how can we talk about this in this episode in Untucked, or while we're getting ready for the runway? I need you to bring up this so we can start this conversation. No, right. everything was more natural back then, and it just flowed. Now it's like, okay, the girls aren't giving what they need to give, so we got to give it to them, and it's just very fabricated now. Yeah, and and or is either that or just now is just so blatant. Like right. back in the day, it, all that stuff probably was happening earlier seasons. We just didn't know. Mm-hmm. Right. But now right. and it wasn't as obvious. And this newer right. season is obvious that they're keeping girls because they keeping certain girls because they want them to stay for whatever storyline purposes. Or back right. in the day, like you get sent home, you get sent the fuck home and it is what it was. Right. Exactly. So it, it is annoying to kind of see how contrived and obviously seeing it's like you're seeing the producer right in your face and Mm -hmm. i'm gonna need them to change that going forward into future seasons um just start casting more authentic real girls and also people who don't care about the branding girls who don't care don't care about social media don't Don't care care about about right Impressing fans. Fuck the fans. Right. That's what I was about to say. These original drag queens, they don't give a fuck about what these fans got to say because they're doing drag for themselves. They're not doing it for the fan base. They're not doing it for the fame. They're not doing it for social media. Tamishi Iman could probably give less of a shit about what people are talking about her on social media. Exactly. We don't care about that. She's doing drag because that's what she loves to do. And that's her passion. And that's her profession. That is so annoying. I feel like Tamisha should have been on earlier seasons. Yep. Some of these queens are doing it because of the social media thing, because they want to gain the following, because they want to do, you know, because social media, yes, is this day and age. And that is what it is. But it's like, there are queens out there that don't care about that, as we see to me, So we need to start, we need to mix up the bag a little bit more and not have queens that are so focused on social media. Yeah, or so, so focused, focused on brands on, and da, da, da. Right, Who or cares? so focused like, on fashion. Like Kamora Hall, like what do you actually know about the art form of drag other than buying designer clothes and knowing how to paint your face? What do you actually know about ballroom culture? What do you actually know about voguing? What do you actually know about being able to, you know, turn it on and a And you probably do know stuff. stuff like that, but we didn't see it because all we got to see exactly. from you was Bob Mackie, Bob exactly. Mackie this, and we're I'm this exactly. type of girl. But you're probably way more than that. And exactly um, i feel like we had more episodes so there was more opportunities for that but then also i feel like that's on the producers right they're not necessarily yep. showing that so yep. that's why i'm saying that we need to get rid of all this producer involved nonsense we need to stop with i understand branding is important but i feel like you could find a balance between okay you doing your brand while also being right. your authentic self and producing a good ass show where we're not right. seeing the um producers in our face and start sending these girls home no more seasons of thirteen of thirteen hundred episodes. I don't want right. to see that no longer. And also, exactly. give us a damn reunion. Exactly. Is it so much to ask? Is that too much to ask? That whole pork chop loading dock. Cut. Get rid of it. We ain't need it. We get didn't. rid of it. It was a waste of time. It was a waste of production. Quite frankly, waste because of why money. are we like right? Like why are we wasting these girls' time? They sat up here, came up here, willing to leave their family, their friends behind, be quarantined together for this whole season. And y'all going to drag it out for three episodes. Are you staying or are you going? Are you staying or are you going? We don't need that. It's already enough anxiety going on. And now you want me to lip sync for my life on the very first episode when some of these queens come in with these elaborate uh, get-ups where they can't be lip sync unless they're ripping it completely off. Get rid of it. We did not need the pork chop loading dock now, and we don't want it ever again so get rid of that bring back the reunion also i don't know how i feel about having too many girls i feel like we don't need 15 16 girls in some of these seasons is it really necessary no i you know this because season then had... it, start, it starts to get repetitive like we're having too many of the same type of queen on a season i agree i feel like because now it's time to mention drag race uk right obviously mm-hmm. Drag Race UK was airing at the same time, and I feel like that was the superior season, right? Uh, Drag Race UK had 12 girls, right. 10 episodes. Right. We got through a whole storyline 
of, of stuff. Um, if there was a producer, if there was producer involvement, we wouldn't have known. Right. It right? does. It didn't seem manifested. Drama. It didn't seem manifested. It seemed authentic. Yeah. Those queens, they were they were chewing each other the fuck up. They didn't exactly. care. Exactly. They don't care. It was like it felt like I was going back in time and watching a British version of earlier seasons of Drag Race. Like these right. girls, UK queens, didn't care about your feelings. They read you exactly. down. Exactly. And I think that's because that's British culture, right? Because British people don't really give a shit. So right, <laughs> just over right. here right. chewing chewing each other up. Right. So we need more of that. Like we need more of that mm-hmm. authenticity that we got from from UK. Um, right. I'm trying to figure out if there's anything else I want to see in, in the future season. Is there anything that oh. you can see? Number one, we need to see more um, people on the panel that actually know what the fuck they're talking about on the judge panel. It's, it's not clicking for me. I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm tired of Ross and Carson. Yeah. Switch it up. Like, it's tired. They're giving us the same critiques that they've been giving the girls for years. Get prior contestants on the panel every once in a while what what is so hard about that um we already know that we're not going to get rid of uh ruse with judy uh michelle but ross and carson aren't giving it to me anymore quite frankly yeah it's like i feel like that's that's a good point right like bring on the girls who are on previous seasons as a judge you could bring you could have winners coast co-host right also, exactly. I'm so tired of, and this is where this is what really bothers me, and this is nitpicking to me. And we talked mm-hmm. about this in our reviews that I want to see more consistency with the show. If you're going right. to have a guest judge, I want to see that guest judge throughout the episode, right? If you're right. going to have a specific runway, I want to see the judges in that style of runway. Exactly. If exactly. That's, that's what I want to see. I'm so tired of RuPaul coming out in a rainbow gown and the runway's white. What? Right. No. It makes no sense. And like you said, none of the panel ever participates in that either. So what is so hard about that? Like, why couldn't everybody, like with your example for white, everybody could throw in a little white ensemble. Like why, it, it seems like the judges are showing up for a different show. It's like, why can't we have consistency, as you say? And it's also... Why are we not getting guest judges that go with the challenge? Sometimes it's it just, just be out people. of the blue, right? Like it's just random people that y'all are pulling from the Woolworth. Like this week we have such and such. What they have to do with the challenge? Absolutely nothing. But they're the guest judge anyway. Right. It's like make it make sense. Sometimes for- they will have like a comedy person for like you know snatch game or whatever. But most things it just doesn't fit. Right. And, you know, and, you know, this season we kind of avoided that because obviously we had the COVID restrictions. So we only got right. Nicole right. Byer, T.S. Madison and Lonnie Love. Um, right. And who else? I think that was it. Right. And they probably had somebody it. else on there. Yeah. Um, But T.S. Madison would be a dope person to keep as a permanent to keep as judge. A permanent, you can, quite frankly, they can boot Carson off because I really don't care about what Carson no, has to say. At least Ross is like funny. And at least he like goes with like funny challenges and stuff and he can coach the girls how to be funny. What what is Carson giving? Right. You could get rid of Carson and Ross. Like they're they're cool or whatever. It's they got tired. all these other checks that they could be cashing. Exactly. I feel like give give the space to T.S. Madison because T.S. Madison is with the girls now. T.S. Exactly. Madison knows what the drag is, is now. Exactly. T.S. Madison knows what the that trans is- girls are about now. Let T.S. Exactly. Madison on the show. Exactly. That is a perfect contender for a permanent judge alongside Michelle, because at this rate, we know we're never getting rid of Michelle. No. So, but Carson and Ross, that is definitely up for debate. And like we said, excuse me, rotate a queen every once in a while, especially if, what if a queen won this specific challenge? And it's a very monumental queen that won something like very, like somebody that really is rememberable from like one of the past snatch games is back for a new snatch game because they know what to do to win obviously it's a different character but like you get what i'm saying put people in the place where they fit it's it's just very random when they just have like a random singer on there as a guest judge that has absolutely nothing to do with yeah 
Now they call themselves dragging the, the guest judge in by having them lip sync to their song, but it has nothing to do with the challenge. No, I remember last season, season 12, when they had Normani as a guest judge. And I said, what the hell is Normani doing here? What does she know? <laughs> like they're literally just pulling people off the woodwork at this point. Right. So, like I said, we just need more consistency. We also need yep. to switch it up on the panel. Um, yep. And I would also just go on a whim and say they need to up the cash prize. I feel like it's been $100,000 yes. for too long. Obviously, it's getting too expensive to be on this show. So, I feel right. like the winner should have at least a quarter million, uh, $250 right. million. And I feel like before you cast the girls, or before you have, or when you have a set cast, you need to give them at least 5000 a pop to get their drive right. together. Right. And the prizes for winning, like, the challenges and stuff, that can be switched up. Like, we don't have to keep sending them on the same stale trips or, oh, a massage or yeah. this, that, or a year's worth of this or that. And, it, like, it, it needs to be switched up. It seems very stale to me. They're giving them the same you know, like type little of little mini thing. challenges wins that they be Right, yeah. yeah. Like, they're giving them the same type of things that they've been giving for years. So, like, give us something else. Yeah. I do or like the fact that they switched cool up. Money. I do like that they switched up like when a person wins a challenge that they get like $5,000. Like right. I like that a lot. Um, so that means like ultimately Simone went home with uh, $120,000. So the yeah. tax was just went off by the challenge win. <laughs> right. At that point. Right. Um, so just, just give us something new. Just give it a fresh taste. Like I'm tired of the same stale stuff from the beginning of the series like give us something more than anything the panel has to change and what is so hard about consistency like especially if, now i can understand if it's a particularly difficult challenge like maybe it's like a bag bar or something like something where you have to craft maybe the judges won't do that but if it's literally like a yellow runway why doesn't everybody have on yellow what's not clicking right yeah, I think that's about it as far as our thoughts and opinions on season 13 goes. Um, Drag mm -hmm. Race is going international for the next couple of months, or I guess for the rest of the year, because we yep. have Drag Race Spain coming up. We have Drag yep. Race Down Under mm -hmm. coming up. And yep. I'm pretty sure there's going to be a second season of Canada coming out later this year. Yeah, um, I think so. And probably another season of Holland. So yeah. they're, they're very, very busy knocking these shows out. Oh, and we got All-Stars coming out. So there's just a lot right. of drag. Wait, did you hear about All-Stars that you can only watch it on... Paramount Plus. Ma'am, who's paying for that? <laughs> Y'all already taking my coin from Wild Presents. Y'all gonna have to post everything on Twitter and that's where I'll see what's happening. Because I ain't, I ain't doing another subscription. Listen, we got student loans over here, okay? Y'all already snatching my coin as it is for Wild Presents Plus. And there's enough seasons on there where I'm not going to watch uh, All-Stars. And I heard that Silky and Eureka are on it. That's what no. I heard. Nope. Mm, nope. That's what I heard. And I unless one of them is going home first. Unless one yeah. of them is going home first. Exactly. Exactly. I said oh, I'm not no. into that. No, thank you. No, thank you. Because that's going to be the storyline of the whole All-Stars. Yeah, the two big queens, this, that, and the third, big queens, big personalities, blah, blah. No, ma'am. I'm good with that. I, my only issue with a Silky and Eureka combination is that they're going to be annoying as shit the whole entire time. Exactly. Exactly. No, ma'am. I'm good off that. So if they call themselves saying that that's the only way you can watch All-Stars is what I present, I mean, uh, uh, Paramount, I won't be watching. I would have never asked Silky to come back for all. I never thought Silky would come back for an all-star season. No, I mean, it. the drag wasn't stunning. They kept her because she was a personality. Like, the drag, it was just, it was whatever to me. Like, some of it was okay, but some of it was like, no, Miss Ma'am, you know you shouldn't have bought it. So. Oh, no. See, I, I, I didn't look at, I didn't look at the spoilers of who's going to be on the season. I'm um, mm -hmm. trying to keep it like, you know, exciting as right. to who will be coming on. That's what I heard through the grapevine, and I said, that's enough for me. That the I only other not. person who I heard was going to be on that season was Ginger Minge. And I said, 
do we need Ginger Minj back for another right. season of all time? I mean, come on. Come on now. If she couldn't win before. Twice. <laughs> it, exactly. What makes you think that in this day and age, she's going to oh, win now? But did you hear, is another another thing. Did you hear of international all-stars happening? So they're probably, no. they already done film that. No, I didn't and, hear that. And one of the queens who is on the show is Juju B. And I said, damn, every single time they're going to introduce something, they're going to bring Juju B along, huh? Yep. Every time. Every time. <laughs> and every I heard time. Pangina is going to be on there too. Well, as long as they slap it on Wild Presents Plus, I'll be tuning in. If they try to put it on another network, I will not be taking part in it. Already got three things to watch on Wild Presents Plus that I will be satisfied with. I ain't paying for no more subscriptions. And especially not for those two queens that I heard being on All Stars, I'll pass. So <laughs> we shall see. Maybe if I could finesse watching with a free trial. But other than that, I ain't paying my coin to see Silky and Eureka hooting and hollering every week. So with that being said, thank you so much for tuning into this special episode of the Devon Hour Drag Race Review. We really felt the need to review the season. It was a long ass season. Um, mm-hmm. And we're happy to be seeing the end of it now. Unfortunately, it's going to be nonstop drag race. I think right. I'm am interested in probably reviewing Down Under because I uh, feel I like it's going to, to be. If that's one that we're going to review, we should do that one. I feel like it's going to be a good season and it's the first season. So it's going to be a shorter one. So we only have right. to probably dedicate like eight weeks to it, which I'm down yeah. to do. I want to watch right. the first episode first before we start giving our opinions. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but I think down under would be a great one. I'm not, and I don't want to do any of the seasons where I have to look at a subtitle. Right. Because that's, it's just going to be too much. Like, first of all, we got to worry about having the subtitles on. Then I got to remember what these hosts say because I was reading the subtitles and it's just too much. So no. we are sticking to the reviews. Right. We are sticking to the reviews that are in English, please. And thank you. <laughs> and um, yeah, I think Down Under will be a good one since that'll be the fir- our first uh, exposure to that. So after we watch the first episode, we will see how we, because I haven't even looked at the cast list. I mean, I haven't I've seen, seen it either. I've seen bits and pieces from Instagram just from scrolling, but I haven't like actually watched like the video that they do at the beginning. So we'll have to see how that first episode goes, but we may be doing a Down Under review. So stay tuned for that. Yes. So, like I said, thank you so much for tuning into this week. Uh, mm-hmm. Probably look forward to Down Under Reviews and also look forward to an upcoming new season of the Devon Hour podcast. The first season did very, very well. Um, mm-hmm. Had to take a little break because a bitch was getting their money up. But Period. Period. Exactly. That's the only reason why. I was getting my exactly. coins up. But yeah be on the lookout for this upcoming season i have some great plans for this upcoming season i feel like the show just keeps upping itself every single time with these new ideas i just keep having and i'm right. really excited about it um so yeah just be on the on the lookout for that but yeah thank you so much and we'll catch you next time bye guys